Good morning, y'all. New episode of One Could Argue, and today we're going to go over five things you can do to improve your emotional intelligence. So it's safe to say that we all understand that emotions are a normal part of life. They make up how we interpret the world. They make up our relationships, our work life, and they can either help us or hurt us. And because we know they're not going anywhere, the most important thing that we can do or the most beneficial thing that we can do is learn how to work with them, learn how to get control of them and use them to make our lives better and not worse. Because we've all seen situations where emotions took a bad situation to worse or a good situation to better. Sometimes took a good situation to bad. It it gets tricky. So. First things first on the list in regards to improving your emotional intelligence is one, become more self-aware. Because we've been with ourselves for so long, it can become, we can think that we know ourselves. We can think that we have ourselves perfected. We know everything that we're doing. We know everything that we feel. And that's not necessarily true. Sometimes we're really just witnessing ourselves. We're just a, a bystander to our lives. And I think, you know, nothing is a testament to that more than when other people point things out to you that you don't notice. It's like I can think about several points in my life, even recently, where, you know, one of my friends might be like, yo, you know, did you notice, like, every time this person comes around, you act like this? Or every time I ask you a question about this thing, you get sensitive? Or every time, and it's like, naturally, you may be like, nah, no, I don't do that. Sometimes you'll just be like, I didn't notice that. Sometimes you'll just be like, no, no, I don't, bro. Like, you tripping. And I think it comes from that place of, like, you thinking you know yourself. It's just like, no way. I would have, like, that's something I would have noticed. So there's no way you're telling me something about myself that I didn't pay attention to. But again, I think it's one of those things where there's certain traits, there's certain things that we prioritize to ourselves about our character. There may be certain things that you care about to do with your personality than you do about other things. So those other things may go to the wayside and you don't really notice it. Or you maybe haven't learned how to deal with it. So you've maybe told yourself it's not as bad as it really is or that you've dealt with it when you really didn't deal with it. And when you when other people point it out, point out those blind spots to you, it's like, damn, like, do I really do that? You know what I mean? So I think self-awareness is really first on that list because it allows you to Take a new approach to yourself. Stop treating yourself like you know yourself completely. Stop treating yourself like, again, like you've perfected your being and really start to take notice. Notice what situations you're in when you feel comfortable. Take notice of what tones that people talk to you in when you feel embarrassed or you feel like you're being belittled versus you feel like you're really being listened to or all of these different things. Like I said, it's it's really interesting when you treat yourself as an experiment because you are so multifaceted and there's a lot of aspects to you that need to be addressed and need to be learned and need to be understood. And that sort of takes us into the second point, which is knowing your strengths and weaknesses. This one is really, really good because it allows you to be more in control. And I think, you know, sometimes it can be like you may want to improve something that's a weakness naturally. I totally 100% understand that. And I think sometimes that's possible. I think sometimes it's not possible. But I think the benefit of knowing your strengths and weaknesses is being able to put a gauge or put to put a cap on certain situations that may go against your strong suits. I think it's easy for sometimes I can't even say that. I would say it's easy for someone to point out their strengths versus their weaknesses, but I would say sometimes it's it's not as 
prestigious to <laughs> point out your weaknesses because they're your weaknesses. It's just like, bro, no one wants to really get down in the muck of the things that they not really doing good or the areas where they always messing up at. But those are the things that ultimately will help you grow in life better. And not always because you can address them or fix them, but because you know how to avoid things that bring out those weaknesses. For instance, if you're someone who knows that if I get into an argument and someone gets loud with me, I'm going to fight. Like, it just is what it is. I've been like that since I was a child. Like, it is it is what it is. If you know that, then when you go, as you go out into the world, as you go into out, out into certain situations, certain conversations, you can sort of set like a firewall of just like, okay, cool. Maybe there's someone who you know they always get loud. Like, whether they plan or not, you know getting loud during an argument is their thing. That may be someone who you just avoid altogether. And by avoiding it altogether, there's no way that that weakness is going to be addressed because you've avoided it. Or you may take the approach of, okay, cool. Like, that, that's not to say I'm not going to get into these sorts of conversations that could go that way. But once I see a small inkling of things about to get loud, maybe just a tad little bit, I'll do what I need to do to disarm it. Whether it's just being like, you know what, hey, man, you got it, bro. It's all good. Or, yo, I got to go to the bathroom. Or, damn, my phone ringing. Get yourself out of the situation early. But that only comes with you acknowledging the fact of this is your weakness. So, again, I think that's a, there's a micro point in that of knowing, like, not every weakness about yourself you're going to. There's so many things you can work on in this life. You're not going to fix everything. So there may be certain weaknesses that even though you may not address them, as far as fixing them, it doesn't mean you still need to be a victim of them if you learn how to work your way around it and take yourself out of situations that um, will bring that out. Next thing on the list is don't seek perfection. This one is running rampant right now because there's every we're, we're just especially younger people like myself. We're just so ready to just do amazing stuff every single day and conquer the world and become millionaires and just all of this stuff. And somehow we don't take into consideration that we're human and that we're sometimes going to miss the mark. Sometimes we're just going to do something that's just cool. Sometimes it's just going to be I. Right. Sometimes it's just going to be good. It's not going to be great. It's not going to be amazing. It's not going to be it's never going to be perfect. But sometimes it's not even going to be good or great. It's just going to be All right, this is cool. But this is a long play. This is a marathon. Every single thing we do isn't good. Sometimes we're just going to do just enough to get us into the next day when we have more energy or more information or more uh, emotional wherewithal, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, to uh, to put a better foot forward. But again, one of the, the 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 most important thing is to put one foot in front of the other. That's the most important thing. So I think by normalizing that, by understanding that um, we shouldn't seek perfection, we allow ourselves to continue to move forward and not get so caught up in damn. Like I feel like I could have did better on that. It's like all right, cool. Do a better one tomorrow. Okay, cool. Do a better one tomorrow. You're still getting better. You're still doing it. The, the, the important thing is to be consistent. And through normalizing that, I think it takes a lot of pressure off of us and it allows us to just enjoy our everyday better and whatever it is that we're doing, whatever the, the craft is, whatever the business is, whatever the idea is, like that's what's, that's what's important to keep going. Next thing on the list is to always have gratitude. I talk about that a lot because it's changed my life and it's something that every day I still bring myself to do like every single day. 
Um, but again, there's always something to be grateful for. And I think tapping into that allows you to one have it's like it's not about having like that uh what's that thing the secret of like oh manifest it's like no like this this is something different from that this is just being able to at any given moment because again talking about emotions and how they can pop up out of nowhere with like the most negative thoughts you need to be able to pop out of nowhere with the most positive thoughts things that are legit like not like oh man but i'm gonna do this and that's the thing that that's my thing about and i do love the secret i do love all of the positive manifestation but a lot of that stuff is joy that's prefaced around things that are coming in the future it's prefaced around oh man this is such and such because i'm gonna be a millionaire because i'm gonna have a big house whereas i think gratitude is you finding joy in what is concrete right now in this moment it's like okay cool i'm thankful because i woke up today so even if i had a bad week today i woke up which gives me the opportunity to change things in today in this moment i can change things because i'm awake and i'm able to move around or i'm able to move around i have arms and legs that work i have eyes that work i have ears that hear like these are things to be grateful about i have just thinking about even being in a pandemic like there's a lot of things going on in the world right now. It's crazy. But if you have a roof over your head and you're able to pay your rent every month or your mortgage every month and you can pay for food to eat and you can pay for Internet. If you have the if you have a roof over your head, Internet and you have food, there's really nothing to be complaining about right now. Honestly, everything's crazy for everyone right now. And eventually this is going to pass. Eventually we're going to get through it. But if you're able to do it in that comfortable state of knowing that you don't have to worry about being put out on the street, there's so many Americans being evicted right now. Like these are the things that are the easy go-tos for gratitude. And sometimes because we're so caught up in what we want to do in the future, it's like, oh man, well, I wanted to start this business and this was going to do this, but the pandemic totally wiped out the touring. And it's just like, bro, like, okay, like I get it. Fine. Whatever. Cool. I understand. But do you have a bed to sleep in that night? Like, are you out on the street? Are you starving to death? Can you just, like, watch a, 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 a Harry... Can you binge, like, all eight Harry Potter movies, which I just did? <laughs> but can you uh, binge a whole series and just, like, block your whole day out? Like, forget productivity, all of that. Like, are you safe? Yes? Okay, cool. Let's be... Let's be grateful. Let's have some gratitude. And I think that's why gratitude is so great because there's so many things, again, that we can just take for granted because we're doing it every day. And it's just like, all of this ain't normal for everybody. Your situation that you might be complaining about, that you might not, you might have a hard time finding what to be grateful for. Trust me, bro. There's someone who does not have the things that you're taking for granted, like at all. I was on Instagram the other day because my explore page is nuts, um, like full of just science stuff. But there was a girl who had a medical condition and her mouth was like five, no exaggeration. Her mouth was like five times the size of like a normal mouth. And it was like her mouth didn't close. Like her tongue was like protruding because it was extremely large. And um, it was just interesting to see. And it just reminded me, like, I can only imagine what it's been like for her. Just one being born with that and then just figuring out whatever surgeries or things she has to do to make sure she keeps her mouth clean because it doesn't close on its own and all of these things. And I'm just like, I just be getting up, going, brushing my teeth, closing my mouth when I want to, eating when I want to, just like chewing it, like 
all of this regular stuff and it's like there's somebody out here who cannot do that and i'm sure they would like to i'm positive they would you know what i'm saying so that's the thing is just like tapping into that gratitude every single day will help you have a more peaceful life and help you just not trip over the small stuff honestly um last thing on the list is um well not the last thing the fourth thing on the list is limit negative self-talk and that's sort of like the that's sort of a extension of the gratitude piece because again you gotta you're with yourself all the time you're with yourself all the time and the most dangerous thing about negative self-talk is sometimes it's not self-talk sometimes it's just these ideas that come into your head Sometimes you'll just be out having a great day driving in the car and then it's just like, oh, oh you're, you're ugly. ugly. And it's like, whoa, like, what the hell? Like, where did that come from? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just like, wh- like, how? Like, what? Like, why am I ugly at five o'clock in the afternoon when I'm driving to Target to get some paper? I don't know. But again, you have to be able to stop that voice in its tracks and be like, you know what? No, I'm beautiful. Like, talk back, like, immediately, like. Be like, yo, I'm beautiful. I have dark skin, chocolatey. It's whatever. Get in your bag of self-confidence and speak it out into yourself. But it's important to constantly just like check it. Because I think the most dangerous thing about it is all of these random thoughts that you have, these random, um, this language that comes into your head, it has your voice. That's the most grimy, <laughs> that's the most grimy setup, period. Like, the fact that you could just have random thoughts that just come out of nowhere that can be the most negative things that you've ever heard, but they sound like you, we already know how troubling it can be to hear stuff like that from other people. But to hear it from yourself, like, bruh. So I think that's why, you know, it's important to limit that. And I think one of the ways you can limit that, again, is going back to the last point, which is tap into gratitude. Always have have a bag of things to be grateful about that you can tap into at any given moment to be able to combat any negative self-talk that may come into your life. And I think that was actually five because I think um, the first one was self-awareness. The second one was strengths and weaknesses. The third was not seeking perfection. The fourth was having gratitude. And the fifth was limited self-talk. I did have a bonus one, which was don't let anyone limit your joy. That one is a no-brainer. But it's important because, you know, we have support systems. We have support systems. We have people that love us. We have people that um, care about us and will do anything for us and do do anything for us. But sometimes everyone's not in the mood for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sometimes everyone's just not in the mood. Sometimes people just ain't don't have. And then I'm someone who loves to match energy. But there's a few one-off cases where I'm just not in the energy matching mood. It's just like, and I don't have bad energy, but it's just like, I don't, it's not energy match time for me. You know what I mean? Um, but I say that to say, you know, not everyone of course, you want to limit yourself from people who are just overall negative. You don't want to be around someone who's just a Debbie Downer. You That for sure. But the important thing is to, in saying don't let anyone limit your joy, if you're in a good mood and you are around someone who doesn't necessarily have that same energy, you know, just work your way out the situation. You know what I mean? Sometimes you don't have to turn it into them just being negative or whatever, but it's just like get yourself out into somewhere where you can flourish in your moment of just excessive joy. Now, I do appreciate the times where I'm super excited and I go and I hang out with a friend or someone in there. They they match me or I can just bring their mood up for sure and let it be what it is. But if not, you may need to just know, go, put some headphones on, put some Stevie Wonder on, watch a video, go outside, get some fresh air. Like, don't 
don't allow yourself to be taken out of your joyous moment because someone else isn't necessarily matching the energy. Again, whether it's them just being a negative person or whether they're just like, yo, I'm reading a book right now. Like, I don't, like, I'm in the middle of reading. Like, I'm sorry, I can't hop up and be joyous with you right now. Like, I, I, I sort of want to get through this chapter. Like, <laughs> there's, that's, that's 100% something that happens. So it's important to have those Again, I think that goes back to self-awareness to an extent. It's like have those things that you know you can go to. Like, okay, cool. If I'm happy, I know there's a few people I may call and we can have that happiness and we can tap in together. But if they don't pick up the phone or they're like, yo, I'm in the middle of something right now. I heard you back. What's my next go to? What can I do to help? Um, what can I do that will help me tap into or let this moment live itself out? Because those joyous moments are important. We're not, you're not always going to be completely to the brim with joy. So when those moments come, I think you have to take full advantage of them because it allows you to, one, express yourself and get those things out. And it allows you to get experience the fullness of that. Like, that's just good to feel. So, excuse me. Sorry, guys. Um, but, yeah, like I said, all of these things are really important. They're really, really helpful. Uh, I found a quote that really stuck out to me, and it said, you cannot know what you cannot feel. And that's just so true because we're in a time where, it's almost like people are making negative the fact that we're human. Like we all have good and bad feelings. I just did a the couple episodes back. We had the episode about um, jealousy and envy. It's like sometimes you might feel like a hater. Sometimes you may be hating. Sometimes you may be jealous. Sometimes you may be envy. We're not envious. We're not always full of just like happiness, joy, just encouragement. Like that's not human. That's not normal. We have to understand that we have to normalize that. So the way that we are able to best address ourselves and make sure that we're not falling victim to the negative consequences of these certain emotions is acknowledging that we have them. If you're sitting here constantly telling yourself and everybody else that you never be hating, that you never mad, that you never whatever, then when you are mad or you are hating or you or you are jealous, you're not going to know it. And you're going to be out here acting in jealousy. You're going to be, be acting in hatefulness. You're going to be acting in um, sadness or depression or whatever. And you're not going to know how to address it. And you're not going to know how to deal with it. And it's going to eat away at you. It's going to deteriorate, deteriorate your spirit, your mind, your body, your health, everything, because there's something happening to happening to you that you're not acknowledging and you have to do that. So that's just one of those things for me that I feel like is so important right now because we have to, I think a lot of the freedom, there, there's freedom in understanding your right to be a complete human. You're not limited to someone who's just supposed to always be happy about everything or always be in a good mood. Like, no, that's not. If you are like that, great. But even the happiest people, I mean, I think of like the people who've taken their lives, Robin Williams, uh, uh, um, all, all of these people who've taken their lives. And they were the people who were on the outside looking in. People were like, oh, my God, like, I just love them so much. They're so happiness or whatever. So it's like, why did they take their lives? You know what I'm saying? It's just like. There's there were there were things that they were dealing with. And I, I it's unfortunate because it's like I wonder, like, what made them not feel like they could communicate that? What made someone feel like they couldn't be like, yo, like, I'm just not feeling it today or like I kind of don't want to tell a joke right now. Like, I'm just not like, did they feel bad about that to the point where they just felt like if I you know what I mean? Like, that's just crazy. It, it's really upsetting to me because I you see how much 
this world can demand from you can demand from the best of you. It's like you can only be a great person. And I think, again, I'm not saying you should be out here being evil, but I mean in regards of like understanding your right to have a good day and a bad day, understanding how normal it is to have the good emotions and the bad emotions. Now, how you respond to them or how you act on them, that's ultimately the determining factor. You can be mad or you can be whatever, but, you know, there's certain ways that you need to act on that. That's that's a different thing. But I think there's a lot of hurt and pain that can come from feeling like you have to act like you don't have the emotion at all. It's like acting like you don't have the right to go to the bathroom or something. You know what I mean? Like, that's just crazy. So... On that note, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. I think emotional intelligence is really important. I think it's one of the things that can, right now, in this moment, outside of getting more money, outside of, you know, finding new opportunities, outside of a new relationship, this can bring all of those things to you and also just make you happier in the moment where you are right now. So I encourage you guys to tap into those things. They're really, really important. They're really helpful. Please share this episode if you have someone else who you feel like may benefit from it. And I appreciate you guys taking the time to listen. Please take a second, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't. Leave us a rating. Leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. That's greatly appreciated. And again, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at KVLE. And I will see you guys on the next episode. Take care.